Empacadores sin fronteras, dos papás dedicados al amor, la risa y los empacadores de Green Bay. Packers Without Borders, the greatest podcast on the planet. Two dads talking love, life, dedicated to the Green Bay Packers. Go Pack Go! Verde y amarillo hasta la muerte. Episode 2-1-2-0-1, not 2-1, 2-0-1, 2-0-1. Almost 2-1-0, almost 2-1-0. Oliver, close off one, the uh, Lawnmower 4.0, the uh, Manscaped has confirmed that they've uh, shipped it out to him. Hopefully, hopefully he gets it right away. I, I know they've got really fast uh, shipping with Manscaped. Uh, congratulations to uh, Oliver close off for his uh, tremendous win He's uh, he's always got a handful of uh, funny uh, questions and uh, comments to uh, throw in, so uh, we appreciate it. Uh, what's the other thing? Oh, hey, if you've got a problem with the way that female, how do I say this right? If you have a problem with the opinions of female sports fans, uh, keep that to your fucking self. These. Uh, there's a ton of different perspectives out there. Uh, female sportscasters, female fans, guys. Listen, it's great to hear perspective from someone else, from someone that maybe they'll teach you something. Maybe they'll have you look at the game differently. Don't dismiss just because she's a miss. How do you like that? Huh? There you go. Don't, Don't dismiss. Because she's a miss. Okay? Just... It, honestly, all she was asking was, why does it seem like, and it seems like this, and of course it seems like this, but we don't really pay close attention to it, so that's why it seems like this, but why does it seem like when players leave the Packers, they go and have success somewhere else? Mm-hmm. And the, the thing is, is we didn't see that he sat for three weeks, uh, he did a whole bunch of terribleness, and then all of a sudden he caught one touchdown. One touchdown. One yeah. I mean, the guy still, okay, eight career fumbles, seven career catches, right? Like Blind squirrel finds a nut. Blind squirrel finds a nut every now and then, right? I mean, even a blind man in the dark can find his ass, right? Like, it, right. it, it, it I never heard that one. No? No. <laughs> this it is mind-bottling. It is mind-bottling, yeah. But, you know, 
it's a legitimate question, mostly because of the Micah Hyde issue, right? Nobody wanted us to... And it's legit. Like, there's players that we've let go in the past too soon where they probably could have had another year or two. But so let's transition into this real quick. Three trade scenarios. And we've talked about this a little bit, but there's some things that we can do from a trading standpoint, right, Um, to help this team. Obviously, the first one and the most common one that we're going to talk about um, that we have kind of mentioned is Aaron Rodgers. Yep. And guess what team fits the bill? The Jets. 100% the Jets. Yep. This is what we can get. This is this is hypothetical, everyone. Hypothetical breed. But, but Indi- Indianapolis, breed. Indianapolis Colts also have the cap room, and uh, they've got some space that they could. Uh, they need a quarterback as well. So the Green Bay Packers can receive the Jets' 2023 first round pick, Jets' 2023 third round pick, and the 2024 second round pick for Aaron Rodgers. I think it's two first round picks for Rodgers. Well, that's. They have the cap space to do it. A lot of it is, remember, there's a big price tag with Aaron Rodgers. So, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But we're going to end up eating quite a bit of that first year. Yep. How about we trade away Jordan Love to the Colts for their 2023 first-round pick? See, this is what I'm leaning towards because I think Goot has to sit down with Rodgers and go, so here we go. Remember when you told us it was you or Brett Favre and we traded away Favre? Well, now we've got love telling us it's him or you. Mm -hmm. So we need to know from you, Aaron, are you going to play for the next three years so that we can use this draft pick and grab a quarterback that's going to sit behind you for the next three years and watch? And then he'll be ready. If you're going to commit, then let's do it. Let's do it again. Let's hit the reset button. We'll get another one. We'll let you finish out your career here and we'll set, we'll groom the next dude. Right? Yep. And Jordan will do, and then Carla, poor Carla, and her white players leave and then succeed. Oh, Jordan Love will go have success somewhere else. Absolutely. He'll be good. He'll be good. I'm surprised, Purdy. I was actually even thinking the Niners, even though I don't think we'd send Love to the Niners, but Love would be perfect for that Niners offense. But it seems like that dude, Purdy, the, the last pick in the doesn't draft. It, doesn't it seem like any quarterback can go into that offense? That's kind of what we're hoping for, right? That's exactly what we were hoping for. Unfortunately, uh, one quarterback. Yeah, we got we got Aaron Rodgers, who's decided that that playbook isn't what he wants to do. And then the last thing that, I, you know, looking at our grades this year, because I, I haven't really been paying attention. I apologize for not statting stuff out, but I, I hate falling into a deep depression with the stats right now. So um, two two key points, and I'm not even going to touch the defensive side because it's, it's safety. Safety is critical. Amos is grading in the 50s. He's not playing up to snuff. Ford is in the 70s. But safety is critical. We already talked about this in the in the season. So we either address that in the draft, which is unfortunate because we'll probably go after a safety in the first round and piss everybody off. But safety is very critical. But on the defensive side, a lot of what's hurting this team, man, is that our tight ends – are not playing up to snuff. So there's a couple tight ends out there that are going to be on the free market or people that we can trade for that are already proven commodities because I think it's pretty important that that defensive, that, that tight end position, which is so hard to learn in the NFL, bring in a dude. Look, look, look at the success of Mercedes Lewis. I know he's 39 fucking years old, 38,000 years old, but it's because he has, there are so many nuances because you're doing pass blocking, run blocking, you're running routes. Like the, 
the diversity of the tight end position is so important. And I like the dude um, out of uh, Denver. So I'm going to try to not fuck up his name, but I'm going to make an effort. But that dude, Albert Okwum. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know what that means. That dude. That dude. Anyway, Albert, the tight end for um, the Broncos, which is kind of, you know, they've got Dulcich already, so they don't need that second dude. You can get him pretty cheap, probably for like a fifth round pick or something like that, maybe a third round pick, but you need to bring in somebody like that, that, that has the capability to fill in that hole because Mercedes is probably going to be gone pretty quick. Tanyan is not the answer, right? Like we've kind of already seen, he had his one flash year, but it was very similar to, um, I mean, I'd say even at this point, Jair, right? Where you had that one huge flash year, even Rashawn Gary to his, and I know he's been hurt, uh, these one flash years and then that continued success, right? I think we need that from the tight end position for Matt because Matt LaFleur is not going anywhere. We know this as much as we bitch and moan about it. It's his offense and we need, and I think the defensive, the tight end position is extremely critical to him running his offense. I I completely agree. I think as Watson and Dobbs, Dobbs returns this week, ready to go. He's fired up. I am fired. I am fired up. I am fired up for Dobbs because now You've got the team going, do we watch Watson or do we watch Dobbs? Let's single Watson. And Watson just hits the gas and gone, right? I think with those guys out there, that'll open up more opportunities for Tunyon. Mm -hmm. Our problem with Tunyon is, is that because of his injury, he hasn't looked the same. I don't think he is uh, self-confident enough in that uh, elbow or the elbow, the knee, Right. I think that uh, he's very Shoulder, hesitant. Knees and toes. Yep. Heads and shoulders, knees and toes. Yes. From, from head to toe. But I, I, I think he needs, I think he needs more confidence. I think he can return to form. I think it's a mental issue right now. Um, the thing that kind of plagues me is, is, uh, is Bakhtiari coming back next year. And, and I have to say with probably 70% confidence, I don't think he will. And it's mostly because of his price tag. And I mean, they're, they're even talking about him being out again this week. Yeah, so we how many games on Saturday, almost a $30 million price tag for a dude that's sorry on the wrong end of 30 years old, man. Like that's it. I get it. And I love Bach and Bach is awesome. Best left tackle in the business for years. The injury bug finally got him right. The injury bug finally got him. It, it gets all these old linemen. And I think this is the last year we see Bakhtiari. Maybe it isn't. Maybe he restructures his deal, makes it more team-friendly. I, I don't Roger know. If Rodgers stays, that's what's going to happen. You know that because he still has his ear. Does Cobb stay? Does Cobb stay? Um, Probably because he'll he'll do a vet minimum, man. He'll stick around just to keep playing. He loves Green Bay. He loves being a part of the team and the franchise with his buddy. And look, man, he contributes. Even if it's not – what he used to do on the field, the having that veteran presence with Christian Watson and Dobbs and Toure and all these young guys that we're trying to bring up, it's critical to have a veteran in that locker room that knows how to, you know what, get a hernia surgery be back two weeks later, right? Wouldn't trading Bakhtiari to the Chargers and getting Mike Williams take care of that? 
Well, the problem is Mike Williams is not a slot guy. He is, he's the Watts. He's Christian Watson. He is just, he has one gear run outside. He's not a very good route runner. He's, I know this from fantasy and he's all, and honestly, he's injured quite a bit. He's not injury prone, but he misses a lot of games because he does. He's those 50, 50, he puts his body on the line for a lot of this stuff, but he also gets injured. I love Mike Williams, but I think Christian Watson takes care of that. We need a Wes Welker, a Cole Beasley, a quick yeah. twitch off the line, snap, boom, five yards, four yards, seven yards, just quick. That's what we need. We've, um, that's, what, that's what we're missing right now. And I think that's why you are excited and why I'm, like, I'm excited about Dobbs, having Christian Watson on the outside, having Dobbs on the inside, and then rotating whoever the hell you want or just play pony package and have two wides with tight end set in to protect Aaron Rodgers, have A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones in the backfield at the same time so they don't know who you're going to fucking hand it to and play action from center. And if not, then you give it to Aaron Jones and let – fucking AJ Dillon lead the way for him or vice versa and use them as fullbacks with each other. That that's the way I would, you know, with this extra week off, I expect to see a double dose of Aaron Jones. I expect to see now let's be realistic. What are we going to see? The last game we won and we run, we won it by running, 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 running. So of course this game will do nothing but uh, RPO from shotgun and it'll be mostly passing because Dobbs is back and Aaron will be off a little bit. And it'll take forever to get going, but we'll score 12 points. We've got Baker Mayfield on the other side. Baker is, you know, Baker is like that Katy Perry song. You're yeah. hot and you're cold. You're fresh and you're old. He's, you know, he he's really great one game and really terrible the next game. Are they going to start Baker? Probably because of his uh, theatrics and, uh, you know, throwing the ball late and getting the win and everything. I I expect him to lay an egg. I, I do expect, too. Yeah, I expect he had a great game. Now it's time for a bad game. This is what Baker Mayfield does. This is why he's gone around the league. Sam Darnold uh, starting again in Carolina. That's that's your quarterback in Carolina, Sam Darnold. He he. He can run that offense. He knows exactly what to do. That's your guy. I don't know why they screw around, right? The let Jets. Him, yeah, let him get in a – The Jets sitting yeah. Zach Wilson, putting in Flacco, putting in Mike White, putting in Flacco, back to Wilson. I think Mike White's there. I think Mike White, Mike White is their guy there. I think they're moving on from, from Zach Wilson. I've been kind of laying this out a little bit over the last two weeks during the bye week, and now I'm going to make my prediction. So here you go. Okay. All right? So – the rookie record for touchdowns is 17 set by Mr. Randy Moss, Mr. Moon himself in 1998. Christian Watson with four games left has nine. Number two on the list is at 13. So he can stand alone at 14 if he gets five touchdowns in the last four games. That's very so doable. It's very doable. And Aaron Rodgers did this for uh, Devontae. Devontae last year. Yep. So my prediction is that, and I'm going to keep Christian Watson on my in my lineup throughout the fantasy playoffs because I have a feeling that Aaron Rodgers is going to have googly eyes to try to beat that fucking record um, with Christian Watson and prove everybody wrong about – it just seems like one of those narratives where Aaron Rodgers wants to stick it to everybody with like almost to help the Packers say, well, yeah, no, no number ones, but I don't need it. I'm going to make this guy fucking great kind of thing. So my prediction you know, is that – 
he will have he will be number two. He will not get to 17, but I think he'll get to 15, 14 or 15 touchdowns. You know, we lose one. Right now we have a 45% chance if we win out of making the playoffs. We need uh, Seattle to lose. Uh, we need there's a handful of teams we Washington, need to lose. Right? Washington. Vikings once, right? Like we, there's a handful of losses that we need to come into uh, play here. So we're not completely out of it. It's just like that uh, Jim Carrey uh, uh, meme, right? So you're saying there's a chance, right? <laughs> right. So Do you think- it's one in a million. So you're telling me there's a chance. Yeah. Right. So. Do you think Rodgers sit? There's four games left. Do you think he sits even if we lose? Let's say we lose to the Rams. Do you think he sits? I don't think he sits three full games. So. I think he finishes the season. I think maybe he, he doesn't play the last game. I don't know. Um, if we're going to trade Jordan Love, I think people have seen enough with that. Like, I would not put Jordan Love out there after that little glimpse that he did because everybody's like, oh, right? Like, just like we were salivating a little bit with him. Let Aaron Rodgers finish the season. Let him get healthy. Let him hopefully break up with the witch, get off the ayahuasca tea, show up to OTAs, which he's not going to do, and give us another two or three years. But um, I don't think so. You look at Tom Brady now, right? Like Tom Brady's pretty bad. Um, so it just – the age gets, with, gets to you. Go ahead. So he won't sit, man. I don't think so. I think there's too much pride in him. Um, ayahuasca, whatever. Let's just hope that he comes back and doesn't come back as Tom Brady. And I understand Tom Brady between a divorce and all the personal stuff that he's dealing with. But he almost looks like Peyton Manning at the end of his career was just kind of a little noodly ball. You know, he's off with his wide receivers. And he's still – they're going to be 8-9 and and win that fucking division and make the playoffs. Isn't that, Isn't that terrible? Isn't that terrible? Oh, absolutely terrible. Hey, so um, let's do some Wager Wednesday. What do you think? Wichita, Kansas. From the UK. From Los Angeles. From northern Wisconsin. From Nova Scotia. From the Derby City, Louisville, Kentucky. From central Illinois. From southern Cali. From Turkey. Omaha, Nebraska. From California. From Melbourne, Australia. From Chicago, Illinois. From the UK. Go Pack Go. Go Pack Go. And Go Pack Go. Go Pack Go. Thank you for listening to Packers Without Borders. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor, and anywhere else you get your favorite podcasts. Also, you can find our merch on PackersWithoutBorders.MyShopify.com and TeePublic if you want cups, mugs, and those types of things. You can also visit us on Patreon.com front slash Packers Without Borders and give us some money. An audible trial.com front slash Packers Without Borders. Give them a click, check them out, try that 30-day free trial with them, and enjoy your books. Peace, and go Pack Go! When no one's in a hurry, they'll be dead. Packers Without Borders. 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 The greatest podcast on the planet.
Wager Wednesday brought to you by Wake and Bake, El Paso, Texas, 5001 North Mesa Drive, CBD edibles, coffee du jour. They have it all and all your recreational needs. Wake and Bake, El Paso, the jewel in the mountains. How are we uh, standing by Wake and Bake? I am uh, I am up by two because of last week's uh, heroics, but uh, there's some tough ones this week. I, I don't feel confident in my uh, selections. So uh, Wager Wednesday brought to you by Wake and Bake, El Paso, Texas, 5001 North Mesa Drive. Don't forget to stop by, get yourself a coffee, get yourself a dessert, get yourself a plant, Get yourself some incense. Get you, he's got everything. It's a one-stop shop. And he wears a funky Delta hat. Eight, Delta 9s, HHC, THCP, THCO, all of it. All of it. And I've got the microdosing stuff now, too. So LMNOP, QRNS, yep. TUNV. Got it all. Don't, don't forget about XYZ, right? Exactly. Super excited. Let's do this, man. All right. What we got? Okay. Uh, San Francisco at Seattle. San Francisco's favored three and a half. Oh, San Francisco's going to destroy, dude. San Fr- that even with Purdy, it doesn't matter. That deep th- right yeah. now, unfortunately, the San Francisco 49ers are the most complete team in the NFL. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a little ridiculous how good they are right now. Indianapolis at Minnesota. Minnesota's favored four and a half. I can't believe Minnesota's only at four and a half against Indianapolis. But you know what? I'm going to take Indy in this one. You know what? And I am too, because they're 31st against the pass right now. So the quarterback doesn't fucking matter. And you've got Jonathan Taylor coming back. I have a feeling they're going to keep it close and be under four and a half points. Especially with Minnesota. Minnesota's terrible in the second half. Piece of shit. (laughs) Don't hold back, Bruce. Tell us what you really think. Baltimore at Cleveland. Cleveland favored by three. I don't like that at all. I like Baltimore in this one. Don't touch me. Watson will be playing. Of course, uh, I'll have Nick Chubb in my fantasy lineup, so he'll get three points. Yep. Well, I'm taking Cleveland in this one because Deshaun, it's going to be Hardy at quarterback for Baltimore. So Lamar Jackson is out at least this week and they've got a tough schedule. They might not make the playoffs with nine wins right now. Right. Yeah, Miami at Buffalo. Buffalo favored by seven. Miami is a trash fire right now. Their team is just terrible. They can't seem to get it together. Uh, yeah, I'm 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 gonna take I, I'm gonna take uh, Buffalo in this one seven and a half. Especially mm-hmm. since the Dolphins don't do well in the snow. Yeah, me too. And part of the problem is that last week. You know, my brother's a Dolphins fan, and I've got a couple friends that are Dolphins fans, and the biggest thing is they're just taking away the underneath stuff for him. So now Tua has to chuck the quote-unquote most accurate passer in the league. <laughs> and they're the saying, yeah, show ball. us. Show yeah. us. Well, apparently you can't hit a fucking broadside of a barn if it's more than 10 yards down the field. So you guys are going to not make the playoffs. Good. Fuck you, Miami. Atlanta at New Orleans, the battle of who cares. Uh, New Orleans is favored by four. Yeah, I'll take New Orleans. It doesn't matter who you take in that one. No. Uh, uh, 
I'll take Atlanta just for shits and giggles. Why not, right? Dallas at Jacksonville. Dallas favored by four and a half. I'm leaning towards Jacksonville in this one. They mauled the Titans. They seem to have just been getting their stride. Peterson's doing some really good work there. I, I got Jacksonville in this one. Can they score enough points, though, against Dallas? That's the problem. They Dallas scored. Scored. They put up the 40-burger on, ten, on Tennessee. All right. You know what? I, no, I'm not going to take Dallas. Fuck you, Dallas, too. I'm taking – I can't bet. That a boy. Philadelphia, Chicago. Philly's favored by eight and a half. They should change that to 28 and a half. Philly will blow out Chicago. You can put that, take that one to the bank. That's your cha-ching lock of the week. <laughs> well, Justin Fields is back, so he might run for 360 yards and keep it close. Maybe. Not. Detroit, look at this one. This one, this, this one's awesome. I love this one. Detroit at the New York Jets. New York is favored by half a point. Going it's Detroit. Yeah. Yeah. Detroit's those guys are ready to go. And you know what? I think those guys might win out and sneak a playoff spot. Remember, we said Detroit was going to go to the playoffs this year, and it looks like they're going to. It looks like they're going to. They're right on the edge. Right Biden on the edge. Picks. They just, DJ Chark just did a little interview while I was driving in talking about how the chem, he's like, these guys finally learned how to win. Yeah. Yeah. That's what he said. He said the guys, these young guys that had been on the team for a long time and only knew losing now know what it feels like to win. So that's all they needed. We got uh, Kansas City at Houston. Kansas City is favored by 14. That's a trap game if I've ever seen it. Kansas City has not looked good the last couple of games. Mm -hmm. They've struggled to get their wins. I'm taking Houston in an upset. Well, Houston to cover. They're not going to win. You think? Oh, Houston I think they're going to win. I think they're going to win. You 28, think it's gonna be like the Cowboys? 28-26. Like a, like a what the hell, they scored a field goal to win it. Yeah. Yeah, I'll take Houston, but I don't think they win it. But they're, they'll be closer than 14 points. But it'll be closer to like six points or something like that. Pittsburgh and Carolina. Carolina favored by three. That's a Carolina win all day, every day. Pittsburgh is a complete and utter trash fire. I wonder if this signifies the end of the Mike Tomlin era. No. He's and got no quarter. You don't think so? No. You don't think so? No, he's been doing a pretty good job, man. He's had to rotate through three quarterbacks. You know, that's – I guess it's on him. But no. Najee Harris has not been himself. Their offensive line is trash. Their defense, maybe, but I don't think so. You don't cut it. The dude's had how many wins? In, you know, like, it, it, no, he's got a leash. He's got at least another year. New England at Las Vegas. Vegas is favored by half a point. I'm taking Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots. Vegas is uh, just not what they seem to be. Dude, we're agreeing with this on, on these way too much, but we know what these teams are now at this point. Yeah. Arizona at Denver. Denver favored by three. Kyler Murray is out. I'm going to take Denver in this one simply because Kyler Murray is out. It'll be some dude they so, found at so the bus station. Are they just not going to play any quarterbacks in this game? <laughs> right? Right? Russell Wilson. Let's ride. Tennessee at Los Angeles Chargers. Chargers are favored by three. Yeah, Chargers like to play well in December. They don't like September, October, November, and January, but December they they love to play well. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Chargers. Who are they playing? They're playing Tennessee. Oh, 
I'm going to take Tennessee because the Chargers can't. I think their run defense is worse than our run defense. I think they're the. I think they're 32nd. We're 31st. I yeah. think they're going to get a heavy dose of Derrick Henry and possibly lose this game. I'll take the Titans. Okay, Cincinnati at Tampa Bay. Since he's favored by three and a half, only three and a half. I'm taking Cincinnati all day, every day. Cincinnati knows how to win. They love to play when the pressure's on. I think Cincinnati is going to win out the AFC and oh, yeah. see They're, themselves in a if Super If they Bowl. went out, they'll be the number one seed if they went out. So very likely to pot. They've already got the tiebreaker with Kansas City. They've got Buffalo yeah. and then some other teams. But yeah, Cincinnati looks poised to – they look like last year's team, not like what they did at the beginning of this season. They, they righted the ship. The New York football giants at Washington. Washington favored by four and a half. The last game, tie. This one, because it's in Washington, they're giving Washington the nod at four and a half. You know, the Giants have lost a couple of tough ones in a row, and then and then they had that tie. I'm leaning towards the Giants in this one simply because they need to right the ship. How do you go from seven and two to seven and five and then seven and six, right? Because you're the I, Giants. I'm taking Washington in that defense, dude. That's what I'm taking. And that tiebreaker, just so everybody knows, absolutely helps us because yeah. now those two wins against them are completely negated. They mean nothing. So that they lose, we'll have a half win more no matter what if we went out. So we will leapfrog both of those teams. Really, it's Seattle that we need to worry about. Apparently, Detroit now we need to worry about a little bit as well. Um, we have so to win out. We just have to. That's yeah. all there is to it. it. We lose. We drop one game from now to the end of the season. I think we're completely out. Yep. I think that's it. Yep. La- Los Angeles Rams at Green Bay. Green Bay favored by seven. I don't like when we are favored by seven, by a full score. Do I think we win this game? Yes, I think we win this game. I'm going 28-24. The game will be closer than we really would like. I'm going 34-21, Packers. You think we're going to put in 34 on I that think Rams defense? Start, right? You know, the Rams defense is not the same. We've got Dobbs back. I just think that this they found something right before the bye week in terms of Watson. I think Rodgers figured out what he needs to do. We ran the ball. We'll continue doing that, take our deep shots. And now with Dobbs back, we'll get the middle of the field back for us. So I think it'll be a little bit smoother. I think we score 34 and they get 21, 24, maybe 24 points. I'll give them a field goal too, but we'll win by 10. Nice. Wager Wednesday brought to you by Wake and Bake El Paso, the jewel in the mountains in El Paso, Texas, 5001 North Mesa Drive. Go by there, bug Bruce, tell him, hey, give me a coffee, give me a CBD biscotti, and uh, let me get one of those aprons to go, please. Dude, that tr- the New York style turtle cheesecake. Oh. Yeah. I've, I've officially had now everything the macarons yeah dude it's it's classy shit bro it's classy shit <laughs> this is some high-end crap guys <laughs> right on brother so uh whatever we, we got a few minutes left here what uh what's going on in your world i know you're working uh, seven days a week you're uh, you, you don't stop working ever my body finally shut down yesterday. It was one yeah. of those uh, 67 days. I was going to try to make it to 69 days, but I only made it to 67 days. 
of 15 to 18 hour days. And yesterday, my body about eight in the morning said, yeah, you're going to start getting something. So I started kind of chest feeling a little bit like, you know, I was like, oh, it's my pericarditis from the, from COVID, you know, like yeah. the inflammation. So I took some anti-inflammatory, some CBG felt good. And then the cough started and I was like, fuck, I hope I don't have COVID. So I COVID tested myself clean. And just as the day progressed, I was like, I'm just fucking exhausted. Like my body was saying, go lay down, you know, like that's kind of the yeah. way it felt. my wife kind of took over here. So I was sitting in the back doing some admin stuff. And then we closed up and of course we're always nice. So people show up at 6:45, and as we're cleaning, we let them sit there, but we didn't get out until whatever, 7:45. had to go pick up stuff for the girls. You know, they've got their little secret Santas and things like that, that we need to help them out with. So got home about eight. Well, I can tell you, I got home at 8:18. I was asleep by 8:32. I slammed Theraflu the big old, there's this like max Theraflu stuff and says no more than 90 milliliters in 24 hours. I took 60 milliliters of that shit and knocked me on my ass. I was out cold, woke up this morning and back to normal, a little tired, but I think I just needed like a full night's rest. Like I got 10 hours of sleep last night or whatever. So it was, that's the first time I've slept more than like six hours in two months. That uh, that happens that happens to me in the winter uh, as it's uh, snowing right now. It's actually easing up. Uh, it is supposed to. So it started snowing uh, last night. It is going to continue to snow till Saturday. So uh, uh, thankfully now we've added another plow truck. We've added more staff. So my 16, 20 hour nights have now been cut completely in half. But like last year. Yeah, uh, dude, you and I were talking at two in the morning and you were still plowing streets, man. Oh, it was, it, it, it was nonstop. And I would come home and I would close my eyes and I would still see the flashing light of the beacon. Yeah. I was having uh, uh, muscle spasms and uh, it took me about a week to get over, you know, how many hours in a row and starting to feel better. And uh, this, this one's going to take a couple of, this one shouldn't be too bad. As long as it ends Saturday, uh, like they say, I should be done by Saturday evening. Mm -hmm. And then it looks like there's no more snow on the horizon for another week. So it's usually a couple of days of laying around in my pajamas and, you know, afternoon naps and stuff. And then I start feeling normal again. But yeah, when you put in those 16, 18 hour days and you go back to back to back to back to back, finally that lost sleep catches up with you and your body and you, goes, you know what? You've the got last the flu. three weeks, the last three weeks have been here, you know, filling carrying orders, baking stuff that's not heavy, but it was just all the heavy lifting man, of all yeah. the construction work and everything that was just like, it's good, man. I'm telling you, we've been, we've been blessed, dude. I mean, the support has been amazing. Um, we're starting to get our regulars, you know, every day and that type of stuff that come in for their coffee. We are apparently not a 7 a.m. drive to work, pick up your coffee type of place. This is a 9 a.m. come in, laptops, take meetings here. It's nice and quiet, you know, do your online virtual meetings here. That's a lot. of So from like nine after I guess people drop off their kids, they come here and they stay here until about 1 30, and then they go get their kids and then the rush starts again about 4.30 when they're heading home. So that's kind of, we've, we, we, it's, it's nice, you're, man. You're carving your own little niche, right? Yep. Yep. It's just, it's just like, I remember we were talking about this. I said, when I started my business, this is all the work I'm going to do. I'm going to focus on this. But yep. We don't do half of that. We don't do half of that work. We do something completely. The, the market dictates what you do. 
30 to 50 year old women and, and men. That's what it is. And it's really more women than it is anything else. And with the CBD I've had, dude, we've had some really good results with people with insomnia, depression, like they've come back in and saying, Oh my God, this actually works. So, you know, it's, it's just, it's helping people. It's what I do. Like, I don't, I'm not a social butterfly, but I don't mind interacting with people. Like, especially in this setting, you know, it's just, so I'm just talking to people all day. It's nice, you know, and you start to get to know people and they come in and they bring their friends and they bring their parents. And, um, yeah, we're going to be like, I, I will tell you and I'll tell you offline, but, um, we'll, uh, yeah, we'll talk about it offline. You know, uh, so I had something interesting happen to uh, my business this week. I uh, went to change our uh, winter hours and I found out that uh, my uh, business, my Google business page yeah, was, was hacked. hacked. It was hacked. I had a couple of different managers added to, uh, there shouldn't be any other managers. It should be just me. And so I went through, I changed the information that was wrong back. And then I noticed that we went from like 70 reviews down to 22 reviews and all my five-star reviews, almost all of them completely gone. So I emailed Google and I said, Hey, this happened, this happened, this happened. Can we restore this? They got back to me and said, if the system takes off the reviews, we can't put them back on. And I said, but why did the, the system never should have taken them off? If you go to my website, you can see we screenshot our reviews and add them to our website because we're proud yeah. of our reviews. And yeah. I know I wasn't perfect. I know you I work had hard people. for it, dude. Like you actually call your clients, you take it, like you take it in stride. If someone's an asshole, you kind of the first time you let it slide and then the second time you tell them to fuck off. But for the most part, it's just like if they're reasonable and there's a complaint, you fix it. And that's all people want. They just want you to not ignore it. That's, that's entirely it. And, and now I went from a rating of 4.7 to 3.1. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. I worked for 10 years to keep it up there. I got an award from the better business bureau that for 10 years I had maintained a rating over 4.5 and I got an award for it. They get a little piece of paper. I mean that and a bus ticket will get you on the bus. Right. But still a little pat on the back way to go Maddie. And then bam, lost it all. Now I'm getting these phone calls from these guys, right? Like, and I live in Canada. So when I get a phone call from New York or I get a phone call from Indianapolis, I know what this is. And so I listened to one of the guys and he told me, yeah, we can fix that. So clearly this is one of the guys that hacked me. Yeah. And that did something to my account, right? So I had uh, a couple of people, they said, boy, that really sucks. You know, this and that. They said, hopefully your loyal customers will go back. And so and give you a good review. Do I do that? Do I call these customers and say, no. hey, can you like, they've already done it once. No, like you see this with the podcast. We're still at September was the last time we got, and we asked people all the time, right? So it's, it doesn't take a long time, but it does take, look, the people that leave reviews are the people that are extremely happy or the people that are extremely mad. The people in the middle that are status quo never leave a review. Right. Like, that's right? like it we've got, we've got 208 regular customers and I've got 22 reviews. Yeah. I mean, that tells you everything you need to know. I, I've got customers I've had eight, nine years. Right. We had 4.5 billion minutes listened to and we have 13 reviews. Right. Do you know, I went through, I went through the math on that. Yeah. Okay. Because we know that our analytics, when you go through anchor and Spotify and uh, Apple and you do the math and stuff, it doesn't seem to add up completely correct. And you're like, is this number too high? Is this number way too low? What is this? Yeah. So I went through it at 4.5 billion. 
Okay, let's do the math together. You got a yeah. calculator with you? Yeah. Okay. So In my head. this. Okay. So so each episode is sixty minutes. So right. well, it was fifty-eight point. It was like seven thousand three hundred and or whatever the number was at Spotify set of of content that we did. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I, but each episode that we do is sixty minutes. Right. We've done two hundred episodes. That's twelve thousand minutes, roughly. Some right. are, you know, a minute and or some are an hour and 10 minutes. Some are only right. 50 minutes. So right. that's 12,000 minutes. Okay. Right. So 4.5 billion. Okay. And that that's million. Hold on. Billion divided by 12,000. Okay. Is 375,000 listeners. Yeah. That's what we got. That's about what we're averaging total. Dude. That's insane. Isn't that ridiculous? Yeah. We have, there are towns here. My town, my town is only about five, 6,000 people, right? My town is five, 6,000 people. And, 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 and we've got 375,000 listeners. So you listeners out there, I've, I've only gotten one picture so far uh, from uh, uh, Wilson in uh, North Fork, uh, uh, North Norwalk, 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 Indianapolis. Norwalk. Yeah, one of those places, Norwalk. Norwalk, something like yeah, that. Send me a picture. Send me, send me, or send uh, you know uh, on Packers Without Borders at Outlook.com or at Borders Packers on our uh, Twitter page. Send us a picture. You know, you're out. This this is the landmark. This is something that you should see. If we were to come to your town, and we were visitors, what would you send us? Where where would we? Wait, go? Should I just selfie myself at Wake and Bake? That's exactly where I would go. <laughs> I've seen mountains before. <laughs> you can see them from my window. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, Listen. get them in there. Let's do this. Come on, help us out. Bring in those pictures. It's always a lot of fun. You guys know that we're open to interacting with you all. You guys have our information. We we don't shy away from other than like nude pics and shit like that. But any type of help or any type of communication questions you guys have, we're there for you. So every once in a while, throw a bone and, our and way to and don't don't be a dick to people with different takes unless it's like an absolute terrible take like that one gentleman who said uh, and I won't mention his name Ted but he said that uh Aaron Rodgers uh uh shunned out or got rid of Amari Rodgers and that was his plan all along dude eight career fumbles seven career catches that's what got Amari Rodgers out of free base that Aaron Rodgers did not give a flying fuck about whether he stayed or not and did not make it <laughs> no. Get him doesn't off. care. No, just doesn't care. This dude's got his own trailblazing. He can do whatever he wants at this. That that's where Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers worries about what he can control. He doesn't worry about other yeah. shit. Whatever he feels. And that was one thing where it's like he tried. You can tell he tried at the beginning yeah. to get involved. And when it didn't happen, he just kind of just like he does with everybody else. I'm gonna look at you once. If you're fucking not there, then I'm just gonna go to the next guy and move on. And it's gonna take a lot of time before you get your trust. But that's how it Great episode. Back at it again, baby. And I had a nice little break in the store where I didn't even have to pause or serve anybody anything. So I can go do some, I've got to get a catering order ready here in about 12 minutes, but we'll be good to go, man. It's awesome. Right on. You got any questions for us for Mailbag Monday? Don't forget, you can send them to us at Packers Without Borders at Outlook.com. Find us on Twitter at Borders Packers, Facebook and Instagram, Packers Without Borders. MyShopify.com is donezo. So I'm going to go ahead and not, I just, there was about four or five more orders of shirts that came in yesterday. And I just said, sorry, 
no more production. We are done. That's so it. we'll be replacing those shirts. That's it. We told you guys for about a month that this was stopping. So. <laughs> yeah, we extended it and extended yeah. it and extended it. Uh, Patreon. Yeah, patreon.com. So front slash Packers without borders. You guys have been wonderful with that. It, it's still, it, it's, it, that, it, that is the most humbling stuff where there's actually people that are willing to pay to listen to our fucking shitty ass voices. But it's, it's, it's all good. But I guess there's more that comes with it, right? Like if you're on Twitter or and every, I believe everybody on Patreon has my cell number. So if you guys need anything, that's fine. I'm, I'm always available. Yeah. Bruce will run a coffee out to you. Yeah. <laughs> burn it onto a fucking cassette tape and send it out. Write it on the little letters with a pen, dude. And just right? write it. minute 153, Bruce says, fuck at minute 67, man, start granting at minute, whatever. That's what I right love on, most. Right on. Peace. Go Pack Go. This has been Packers Without Borders. Try and be kind to one another. Try and love each other. And go Pack Go. Esto ha sido Empacadores Sin Fronteras. No se les olvide cuidarnos unos a los otros. Hasta luego. Yeah.